0: Welcome in to the Amon Green Show, a 93 7 a ticket and the ticket 12 year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska e sports coach. Green. Is your
1: host Amon Green, welcome into the show. I'm your host Amon Green, along with my man Harrison to my right on the ones and twos. How you doing, Harrison?
0: Doing great. We got uh, some Nebraska basketball later today. Yep, tough loss with Nebraska football, but you move on yeah. quickly. You, you watch some uh, Nebraska volleyball that'll put a smile on your face pretty quick. Yes, man, they're just killing it. A little bit of scare versus Illinois there for a second. Not sure. sure if you caught that one, but they came back, Claude. Okay uh it, it, for a while there it looked like it was going to be an easy sweep by nebraska right. illinois came back a little bit but they responded well and yeah they just keep on winning and then again as i said before we do have nebraska basketball tonight they're playing Ryder, so the post game for that one should be about nine o'clock definitely stay tuned in for that one will be austin Orman, jake Bachvin, as always and i might even fit in there on that first segment till austin walks over from pba but should be a good one as always get your quick post-game reaction there uh because that team's been fun to watch a lot of depth still a lot of pieces trying to figure out you know what that's going to look like as it continues to build up but nonetheless feel free to text in at the show anytime 402-464-5685 that is the starter Heyman text line i'm on green where do you want to get rolling with this tonight
1: oh man just uh yeah back from the weekend uh tough tough loss i say across the board because even uh, versus say, illinois right yeah versus uh illinois um um, but for us, I mean, I mean Saturday. I'll say starting with Saturday's game. Uh, who is that? Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. I got so much information last day. Oh, Maryland. Maryland. Football, Maryland. Football game. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. So tough loss there. Just a tough go at it in terms of uh, having to go through all three quarterbacks. You know, seeing that that's a tough for all the players, coaches involved because of you know guys not having a game. You know, not getting on track, being off track, not just being the guy like, like Heinrid was. And, and then Jeff comes in trying to help out. You know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a tough scenario. And and say for Matt Rule and that coach and staff to get those guys back on track is not going to be an easy task. You know, Talk about like mentally? Yeah, mentally. Okay. More mentally than anything. I say the best thing, hopefully, among the players, they can just basically turn that page. Mm-hmm. And uh, I interviewed Last or last two weekends ago, I uh, covered the Baylor Houston game, the game that went to overtime, and I remember talking to Dana um, Holgerson, their head coach, and they just come off a, a debacle. Like they, it was more of a point differential than going through a tight game and having three quarterbacks, you know, lead your team on the field. It was a they, they lost to Kansas State first time playing against Kansas State in a while, mm-hmm. or in conference play because now they're a part of the, Houston is part of the Big Twelve. Yep. First time playing against Kansas State, they got beat like 41 to nothing or 41 to three. Um, and he's like, we just kind of, he's like, I didn't even want to talk about it. I didn't even talk about it to the coaches, to the players, nobody. It was just that game. And this is this game for us here, Maryland coming into town, a beatable team that we, you know, we, if at all the mistakes, then it, it happens. But when you have, you throw in the mistakes and obviously throwing in through the fact that three quarterbacks, the good thing is they're not, they're not hurt. Physically, yeah, yeah. that's the, Hard- good
0: thing. the only one that got a little legitimately dinged up there. But okay, he, he should uh, should be back. Matt Rule kind of mentioned that no real idea on who the starter is going to be. Harburg, right. he'll we'll find out more tomorrow, is kind of what he's saying on exactly. Harburg's health. But it, I'd imagine, um, you know, it might be heading into this game too. If he's not 100% healthy, you have another decision to make at your hands. Yeah, it'd be Chubba uh,
1: or it'd be uh, Jeff. So mm-hmm. that's what the you know possibility is by this weekend going against Wisconsin, going up to Wisconsin. Um, They have injuries, too. They're having, I didn't realize up until last weekend, I was like, man, no Braylon Allen? Yeah, they've been been going through the same thing. Pelosi as well, he's out. I'm like, what? So they're Mm -hmm. a whole different team, too. So they're going through the same thing. You know, Fickle's first year, um, Matt Rule's first year. So you just have these ups and downs. But overall, still, if you look back till last year, a lot better, obviously. And feel better. It's a better feel. Mindset. What Rule has, and coaches have been doing verbally, hey, you know, turn the page. One game, you know, it's a one game a week type season. And that's what they gotta look at. Um, just worry about Wisconsin. But now, like I said, like Hogerson said, hey, we turned the page. Like we just like forget, had to throw that out of our head. And then they came back, took Baylor to overtime, double overtime, and won. So hopefully it's gonna be that type of game for them where they could play against this Wisconsin team in Wisconsin um Baylor like I said Houston was on the road against Baylor and Waco so we go to Wisconsin and handle our business come back defense play, still played well because yeah. of what the offense did that's what I like to see and that's what I want because being a, a player knowing that the Blackshirt defense has always been that type of defense where they will at time you know take over a game you want that and so that was good to see the offense was there the defense was still there supporting doing their job as much as best as they could because you know you can only do so much as a defense stopping a team numerous times, and if the offense can't score or if they're telling turning the ball over, then that's a tough. That's just a tough game for them. But they still play through it. They play strong through it. I I appreciate them for doing that because I know I've been on defense a long time ago, and that's not a good feeling. So yeah, you know, it it was fun to yeah. watch. The fun defense to watch though. take the field. I, exactly. I'm
0: sure I scared my dog. Uh, there was. There's so many highlights by that defense. There, uh, they had another. Oh, you're screaming, yelling. Oh, I was getting out of my seat. I was, I was amped. It, it was one of those things when, when that defense comes out on the field. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily reach for that panic button. You know, I feel pretty good about them making no. some crucial stops. And, you, you know, it was that fourth of one. You know, I'm just screaming at my dog. that just They answer the bell every single time, the amount of confidence. But you did mention something. They got a tough game ahead here. They got ahead to, to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And Sean Dick Callahan tweeted this out, you know, just mentioning they're on the road, seven-point favorite. But Nebraska has not beat Wisconsin in Madison since joining the Big Ten uh but pretty yeah uh, i kind of knew that yeah because i heard all the I, I badger fans be one in trash there. talking me there when yeah. i was when i was living <laughs>
1: there yeah what was that i cut you off sorry about that no that
0: was just that was a surprising stat to me like i figured yeah. we would have snuck one in there at this point but again it's kind of you're gonna have another tough game on your hands and you look at wisconsin and their quarterback situation it's kind of funny they threw everything they had into the transfer portal bringing in all these qbs through yes, the portal did. And it's kind of interesting to see them be not in as dire a situation we are. Uh, just kind of I think the uncertainty we have is a lot more, obviously, than what they're heading into the game. But looking at these quarterbacks, it's really, to me, just going to be another game of can the offense get 20? I know you, you, there shouldn't be a real magical number if you're – that's Matt Rules. But as a fan, it just feels like if you can get 20 points, you, you're probably going to win uh, definitely the Iowa game. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun to see what the over-under versus Iowa is. But just looking at Wisconsin – I think that's that's really all you need
1: yeah and you say that because the defense is playing the way they are mm-hmm. you know regardless like the score was what 10 to 13 to 10 13 to 10 they held Maryland to 13 points who averaged 31 points exactly before this game exactly so if you scored two more you know 10 more points you got the victory mm-hmm. and that's what I think I predicted it as a 20 to 13 or 20 to 17 win for us that's what I predicted so you get that 20 points that you go back I'm not comp- not putting them in the same line, just remembering because I was a player at the time against the Buccaneer defense in early 2000s. And I remember seeing a clip of them, the one of the year they won a Super Bowl in 2002 that I remember Warren Sapp making a comment like, look, this score 14 points, we got you. And so when a defensive lineman says that to the (laughs) offense, he's like, we don't worry about it. We got this, we got this score, score 10 points. We got you. Mm -hmm. We're going to hold this defense, this offense to nothing. So when the Husker, you know, players, can play the way they did defensively and then the offensive players know like this is where team play comes into play. That complimentary football. That complimentary Mm -hmm. football comes into play. So then offensively, it's like pressure's off. It's like, you know what? Just go play ball. Mm -hmm. We we, got to – when we don't have the ball, we know that defense is coming in and that's where you can look at one another in the locker room and like – I got your back. You got my back. this is how we do things. And then you have that, you know, collaboration part of it. And then you got that comfort feel of what a, what a team atmosphere should feel like and look like. And so that is what we're seeing right now in terms of our defense to our offense. And I say once we I say switch gears here. Ironically, in the big esports conference, our esports teams this week for Overwatch, Rocket League, Smash Brothers, and Valorant, we all play Wisconsin as well. Oh, so we got a doubleheader. <laughs> we got a doubleheader <laughs> online starting tonight. Uh, Overwatch 2 goes head-to-head with the Badgers online, though. And you can catch us on Big East, either Big Esports Conference on
0: YouTube or
1: Twitch or Nebraska Esports on YouTube and Twitch here at 7 p.m. right after I'm done
0: talking here. What's the scouting report? Kind of look at look uh, like for Wisconsin.
1: You know what? I be honest, I have not seen much of any of the big esports teams. I know what we've done in scrim wise. We're looking, we are getting better and better. Certain players are stepping up. We have Sharomo, who is a first year freshman out of West Side. He took his West Side team to state championship, and they won his uh, senior year a few years ago. So now, or say a year ago. So now, you know, knowing where he's developing, they're developing into a really good player. So that is one thing I do know. Um, as I watch all these teams now, so this time next year, I'll have that under my belt where I can say, mm-hmm. hey, um, Harrison, Wisconsin is this. this. These are the players they have. I see their names on here. So next year I'll have that, or even next week. But once I get a couple rounds, you know, a couple years under my belt, knowing all the Wisconsin players, knowing Penn State to USC to Michigan, Michigan State, then I'll start to know the type of team that we're preparing for and, you know, have that feedback. You know, that's some that's something I'm really excited for mm-hmm. because of, you know, that's where you're where as a coach. I get I could get D again and know how to coach against these teams that we're facing. But then also, you know, how to coach my players to make sure how they come in mentally, because I say that's kind of where I, I lie. I know that in a lot of these games because some of the games is not my, my main game, but I do understand teamwork. Call outs, map awareness, and aiming and tracking to when I see it good, then I'll say, hey, compliment, hey, good job there. What if I see it going in a bad direction where somebody's not doing it and knowing the map play, not knowing and not knowing awareness of map play, then or game mode or what have you, then I'll be like, all right, there we go. We got got a little issue there. We got to get this fixed.
0: Is the Big Ten as a whole just still trying to kind of get its organization in terms of like eSports, since it is kind of a newer? I feel like some schools have been picking it up, you know, implementing the program. Is that just a lot behind, you know? I, I'm trying to figure this out here because when I look for Big Ten, they have their accounts, but it still feels like it's still kind of in the developed growing yeah.
1: process. I think not just Big Ten, all the big four conferences. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Conferences. So, Big.
0: <clears throat> the Power Five conferences. Power Five
1: conferences, ACC, SEC, Big us, Ten, Big Twelve. So big yeah. Ten, Big Twelve. They all are trying to figure Only conference that has it right. In our running games and are doing a championship and everything is the Mountain West. That surprises me. It That'd be one of very West few. Of yes, Mountain <laughs> West. I went out to Boise State for a, a coaches' symposium back in uh, spring and May. And even before that, though, uh, that was early May, later May, no, October, later, um, I'm sorry, April, I went down to Texas for the CECC, which is the Commissioner Esports or um, College Collegiate Esports Commissioners Cup. And I met the Mountain West Commissioner there. Mm -hmm. And I met her and we talked and she's been on it head of the game for like four or five years. So they've been running seasons for esports there. So Boise State is part of that. And that's where I saw her again and talked to Chris Haskell, Doc, who's the head coach of Boise State, that has a very, very good program, you know, program that I really want to, you know, follow and keep tabs on because they're doing the best. They're one of the best they're like the shout out mountain west yeah mountain i would have guess
0: pac 12 for sure yeah me too that would have been you know we talked about last week you know the technology belt that kind of runs through there
1: yeah i would say pac 12 and even for knowing what i know about esports that texas is a big um, esports magnet as well so i would have said big 12 mm-hmm. where a lot of texas teams are living and so but not a, that's not the case it's the mountain west and they and what it was is basically what we're doing in the big 10 is having the coaches speak up and so the coaches and so like chris haskell and other coaches um in the mountain west spoke up to the commissioner and said hey we this is what we're doing now we're going mm-hmm. to seven years seven eight almost eight years ago now they presented that and said, hey this is something that is need to be taken a little bit serious and be given some attention from content to funding and and support us because we're going to be coming around the corner and that's what that's where they at they got almost a dozen national titles and different titles you know and so that is where ourselves here in the big 10 are trying to grow and does it so, feel like
0: it's heading that way yeah it's pretty strong it's right definitely now.
1: Ha- headed that way you know we have organization because we have this league that we're running and it's showing everybody else that it could be done mm-hmm. doesn't don't need money behind it you know we have basically all the coaches and the heads of it um, heads of michigan michigan state and i think uh we are, we're all a part of it, but I mean, like the everyday day-to-day, like the website upkeep and all the the schedules going down. Yeah. You don't need it, a ton of money. I mean, yeah, I've it's, seen like, four, it's like
0: four people running a program right now. So. Yeah. I've gotten killed playing games, you know, and someone's playing like a toaster on the <laughs> other side. Like you've seen, you don't yeah. need the most glorious setup, especially when you got everyone that could be remote. You talk about Discord, 100%. the advantages of that. Like you can set up a lot of that stuff. Uh, I'd imagine remotely as the actual foundation for it, the buildings, the space, the space that you're trying to build here in Lincoln, you know, as that stuff gets built. But we do have a question here from the text line. Again, you guys can always join in 402-464-5685. We talked about it last week about being COD being one of the games next year is going to be implemented. The question for you is uh, from unknown texter, if you could selfishly add a game into eSports, what would it be? Oh, that's an
1: easy question. (laughs) it would be for shooter. If I it was a shooter, it
0: would be Halo Infinite. I'd be I'd be down for that. And if it was a <laughs> sports game, it'd be Madden. Do you is that how they normally bring the games to you guys? Like do you just pick one or they give you like categories like hey guys, you know, we're gonna implement a new game of X category, go ahead and cast your votes in.
1: Um, no, like this year it was just more of a these are the first four games, but we're gonna introduce more and then so I asked the question was is Call of Duty gonna be the next one? You yeah, know, for you said next... start a little bit of fire yeah, between the other so coaches. the whole, the whole <laughs> Discord just lit up, like because everybody, I guess everybody was waiting to ask that question. <laughs> it's Call of Duty. It doesn't matter what game it was, but when I said Call of Duty, everybody it was it meant something you so, unanimous <laughs> because all the teams in the Big Ten they have Call of Duty squads, so they wanted to play. Because and then also on top of that, in the spring and be, I say between the spring and now, that's when the CCL, which is the College Cod League, mm-hmm. literally has shut down. Actually, well, no. It was uh, right at the start of school. It was around September, October. Had just shop shut down shop where they had fired 30 employees, and those 30, 35 employees were the employees that ran the CCL, you know, from the schedule. Just like what we see, what we've been seeing on the big esports conference uh, page, and the games that we're playing now. They had the same website. They had all the schedule laid out. It was over a thousand schools across the U.S. Mm-hmm. from all divisions, so D1 all the way down to junior, you know, national junior college um, colleges, uh, NIA community colleges. They were all part of the CCL, and then boom, in a flip of the switch, those thirty-five employees were fired, and now it's no more College Cod League. And I think Rocket League, they would, they have a Rocket League well as well. They ran that was gone too.
0: What was the reason behind the sudden just, Southern-
1: just cutting down for funding reasons, you know? Not able to pay the employees or, you know, I don't mark, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm right and quote me am i my wrong. I'm, it might be for other reasons, but I would say if, if anything, financial, usually when yeah. they make a big cut like that.
0: Bottom line, wasn't adding enough for him at yeah. some point, maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: And you had been around a long time and a lot of success. Like they were helping kids, schools, if they qualify for championships and they do in-person competitions for mm-hmm. championships, they were flying teams. To location so they had some funding going yeah. on so it's just interesting how you know if it was less funding all of a sudden
0: what happened who put who put,
1: put who pulled the plug on that aspect of it so
0: it could be you know it's always thing where someone's maybe finds a way to do it cheaper you know maybe it, the venues yeah. get more expensive who knows <laughs> what, yeah it could, be, could, could be
1: it's all determining circumstances that can happen that we don't know. Yeah. Especially front.
0: in the technology space. Right. I mean, we talk about it a lot, but that's a space that's constantly changing and growing All every the day. Time. So you don't know. You don't always know what that All bottom time. line is going to look like. But it is cool to see. Um, obviously we always talk about, but what's going to be built here for Amon Green, and the esports team here at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll t- dive into that one again on the next segment. But nonetheless, we do have to go to our first break here on the Amon Green Show. And again, be sure to stick around post game. We do have tip-off with Nebraska basketball versus Rider at 7. Postgame will likely fall around 9.15, 9 o'clock around there. So don't go anywhere. Amon Green Show, I'm Harrison. That's Amon Green, host as always. Talk to you guys on the other side.